You have someone coming over for a second date. Which of these great cinematic achievements do you show them? Blade or Demolition Man? Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, wow. Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. All right, we're going to get right into the debate after this quick message. Hi, I'm Sean Carter. I'm the host of Pick a Side, Stupid. I'd love it if you'd come down and join us some Friday night at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 7 p.m. You can hop on the show by putting your name in the lottery, or just come down and enjoy the friendly atmosphere. They've got delicious pizza, a great beer selection, and it's always a good time. Or come to our show at the Comedy Studio in Somerville, February 10th. That's right before Valentine's Day, and the topic that night is love. So if you're looking for something to do with that special person leading up to Valentine's Day, or you just want to see people make fun of relationships, come out to the Comedy Studio February 10th for our love episode. It's going to be a great time. You can get tickets online at Eventbrite or the Comedy Studio website. $10, but get your tickets now because it will sell out. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. Thanks for coming out. This is going to be fun. This week we are talking about guilty pleasures. (laughs) Movies is a category and music. uh, Food is a category and then TV This category down here that's all question marks, this week we're going to call this category The Meg. Uh, Not after the movie, but because Meg Connolly wrote so many good questions that I used five of them, and I filled up this bracket, this, uh, this category with it. Um... If during a debate you think somebody made a great point, feel free to clap for them, laugh it up, let... When I hear you guys reacting, it makes me think, oh, this person's doing well. You know what I mean? It makes my job easier. So, All right, so we're going to start the show off with John Farrell and Antoine Nazarelli. John, would you like to go first or second? Um, I'll go first, and I'll go with movies. Movies, all right. Here we go. Your question is, um, which... Uh, which did you secretly enjoy more? The scene in Twister where Helen Hunt is wearing a wet T-shirt or the scene in As Good As It Gets when Helen Hunt is wearing a wet T-shirt? <laughs> I got to go with Twister on that one just because, I mean, you get to see Helen Hunt in a wet T-shirt and also an act of God. It's just like, it's just, I don't see, like, I, I have not seen Risky Business either. Um, I know there's no tornado in it, I believe, or Twister. I don't know that for sure, but I'm going to go definitely with Twister, you know? 
so much gore. You get to see cows and stuff flying around and Helen Hunt in a wet t-shirt. Like, so many add-ons. That sounds like a great answer, but I'm going to have to go with the risky business because it's risky business, which means <laughs> that... <laughs> it's as good as it gets. As, okay, yes, yes, that, 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 that is what I meant to say. I'm going to have to go with as good as it gets because that's how good a wet t-shirt is going to get in that movie. You're not going to find a wetter t-shirt in any other movie than that movie. I, I, well, I, I guess I should apologize now for saying Risky Business. That was not the name of the movie. But, yeah, I mean, Twister is unreal. I mean, you got to just it's, – it's unreal. Helen Hunt, Act of God. I'm bringing that one back. Um, it's just unreal. I, I don't know how you couldn't – you get to see a bunch of hail flying around there as well. get to see the true effect of global warming, and that is why I choose that. I'm sure – a tornado and a twister may precipitate more water around, but as my opponent has said, it will create hail, which will dry the water, so it will not be as wet as the other movie I'm trying to forget the name of. Uh, so yeah, so it's there's it's just a wetter T-shirt by by ten times it's ten times wetter. Yes. All right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I did not expect, like, global warming to come into play <laughs> in the wet t-shirt question. All right, I got to hand the win here to Antoine Nazrelli. Thank you. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Nick Martucci. <laughs> Antoine, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I will go uh, second. Second. All right, Nick, what category would you like? Uh, let's go with music. Music. Okay. Your question is from May Keith. She asks, better band to rock out to when you're alone in your car? Some 41 or Corn? I got to go with Some 41. Um, it's the only time that you have the opportunity to scream, My mom should have had an abortion. 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 And only in your car can you do that. Corn doesn't have anything as memorable as Some 41's fat lip. Uh, he honestly picked the right answer. I'm fucked. That is a great. It is a great. It's a great answer. I don't know anything by corn. I really don't. I just know it's a vegetable. And the fact that they, you know, had a they had a feature on a P Diddy song. That's true. Look it up. Uh, but I didn't listen to it. Some 41 is great, and Fat Lip is amazing. I got a Fat Lip by listening to Fat Lip. I agree. I don't disagree. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hand the win to Nick Martucci. Yeah, some of these, there's only one correct answer. First up, everybody, please welcome Zach Jones and Brandon Top. Zach, do you want to go first or second? Second. Second. Okay, Brandon, what category would you like? 
Let's do TV. TV. All right. Here we go. What is the better show? Bridal Plasty, which is a show where brides, bride-to-be, they compete to win plastic surgery procedures. Or Bridezilla's, where brides-to-be are just mean to everyone. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Bridoplasty, um, just for the blend of pop culture entertainment and educational value. Um, I'm fascinated by plastic surgery. Like, what are people doing? Like, you're going to just fix every little thing that's wrong with you? And I feel like it never actually turns out the way you want. And I really want to see the look on the bride's face when she looks in the mirror and just like, yeah, looks good. I like that. Let's do that for the wedding. And you know that they're not really stoked about it. Um, I'm just fascinated by that mental process. So that's my choice. Okay, so here's a little thing about me. Over the last six months, I have been very involved in three different weddings. I was a groomsman, I was a best man, and I was an officiant. And there were three brides involved in those weddings, and they were all super nice, and it was super disappointing. (laughs) I want some mean-ass brides. Getting mean, making decisions, getting real mad about napkins and placeholders and shit. Because you know what? The, the bridoplasty brides, they can't get too mean. You know why? Because their faces are paralyzed. And they only have a limited range of emotions they can use. I want to see all the emotions used. I want to see flowers thrown at florists. I want to see uh, the, uh, the organist uh, being told he's playing the songs all wrong. I want to see... Uh, uh, Dead. Uh, an elderly relative just dying because uh, they get yelled at too hard. Give Time. Um, yeah, maybe it's just me, but mean people really fucking stress me out. Um, I don't know. I've been yelled at like a few times in my life, and it sucked. I hated it. I also hate when people yell at other people. Like, what did the florist do? What did the organ guy do? He's just trying his best. He's just trying to make some music. I don't know. That doesn't sound funny to me. It sounds like a bummer. Seeing someone try and be mean and physically not able to because they just had elective plastic surgery, that sounds more funny. (laughs) He got the flowers wrong and he played the wrong notes. Were you not listening to what I just said? That's why they're mad. They're yelling at them. They're not yelling at you. Do you know how a TV works? They're not yelling through it. They can't see you. You're not involved. You're just watching and enjoying. All right, that got mean. I hand the win to Zach Jones. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Corey Saunders and Matt MacArthur. Corey, would you like to go first or second? I would love to go first. Okay. What category do you want? Music, please. This is our last music question. Suck it, bitches. <laughs> so your question is, uh, you're about to get intimate, and your partner asks you to put on some music. Do you put on <laughs> Girls and Boys by Good Charlotte or Nookie by Limp Bizkit? 
as someone who once cock-blocked himself because the Pandora station went rogue, I would much prefer Girls and Boys by Good Charlotte, because at least there's kind of like an emo kind of romance thing going on there. Isn't that Nookie song, the song where he just screams, you can shove it up your ass? I mean, and that's apropos for me. <laughs> but it's not very romantic. And I'm old-fashioned. That story is true, by the way. He put on a Pandora station called Gay Christmas, and Cher came on. She was like, the snow's coming down. And I was like, we're not fucking anymore. <laughs> oh, beautiful. It's great. Well, the obvious choice is clearly Limp Biscuits Nookie. Uh, because, you know, I love confections. And if you remember, what is he shoving up her ass? A cookie. Um, and sometimes I don't make time to eat during the day. And if we're having. No, and my blood sugar's a little low. And if we're having, like, I'm listening to Limp Biscuit while I'm fucking you sex, I'm going to need a higher blood sugar level. You know what I mean? This isn't like, hey, do you want to just kind of, like, I'll spoon you from behind for a few minutes while we bang to fucking Fred Durst, and then maybe we'll take a nap, maybe watch Love Actually. Who knows? This is, it's not that kind of sex. I need the cookie. Oh, sorry. From a purely scientific standpoint, I don't think one can ingest sugar through one's anus. I'm not a scientist, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Also, people are into weird things, and I get it, I've done a lot worse for a lot less. But imagine, if you will, the sensation of an unlubricated chocolate chip cookie in your rectum. Time. You're making a lot of assumptions here. One is that the cookie is not lubricated. And two, the cookie isn't for her, it's for me after I'm done. I'm gonna be hungry. That went to a dark place. It always does with me. All right, this is a real tough decision, um, but I think I gotta hand the win to Corey Saunders. Yeah, I expect you guys not to all agree with me on that. Um, okay, next up, everybody please welcome Bill McMorrow and Lloyd Legacy Sharp. There's no music left, Bill. Calm down, Lloyd, all right? It's going to be all right. <laughs> Bill, do you want to go first? Just breathe. First or second? I'll go second. Second. Okay. Lloyd, what category do you want? I'll take the Meg. Yeah. Hell yeah. No music questions, Bill. This question is for Meg Connolly. She asks, favorite forbidden school activity? Covering your hands with glue to molt like a snake. Or eating paste. Uh, 
eating paste, I guess, because maybe I'll just die. <sighs> and I'll never have to wonder what it's like to hear stories about lubricated cookies up the asshole. <laughs> Maybe paste even tastes better, I don't know. Bill. Paste won't kill you. It's made of water, flour, and some secret ingredient that they won't tell you, but they keep saying, hey, eat all you want. It's not, it's not gonna hurt you. We got a fucking like three cases in the closet, locked away. We don't give you the key, obviously, because you're a little fucking paste-eating monster. What, are you gonna eat the pencils next, you piece of shit? I make fucking 32 grand a year and I'm buying all this shit. I like uh, the glue. The glue on the hands was fun. I like that. My favorite, uh, my favorite school uh, tradition was skipping, though. That was... But seriously, paste. Eat, eat as much as you want. I'm going to tell you a true story, Bill McMorrow. There was a kid in the Holland School on Geneva Avenue in Dorchester, Massachusetts, who ate paste for 82 days and died three weeks later. And do you know what the doctor said he died of? And I am not lying. It was all the paste that he ate. How dare you tell me what's true or not when I had to go to that kid's funeral and my mother, who's also dead, had to go to his funeral. How dare Damn. you? Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Sure. Sure. Hey. I didn't think that I had to clarify that you had to eat other things than paste. 82 days of a fucking all-paste diet. That will kill anybody. You have fucking, you have snacks. Maybe you have lunch, eat paste when you go back to class. You can't just, this is, this is insane. I don't even. Also, I don't think it's true, Lloyd. I think you lied to everybody right now. Time. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Bill McMorrow. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Jeremiah Broderick and Laura Clark. Jeremiah, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. First. Okay, in what category would you like? Food. Food. All right. Your question is from Zach Jones. Zach Jones! He asks, which is more embarrassing to eat... Uh, oh, which is more embarrassing to eat while completely sober? A whole bag of Funyuns or $20 worth of McDonald's? Listen, if you're not buying off the dollar menu, $20 at McDonald's does not go as far as you think. Okay, that's one large meal, an extra side. That's, that's okay, I can see the people in this room. We get an extra side here. That's, yeah, yeah, that's respectable, okay? Okay, so, uh, so it, to be embarrassed to eat $20 worth of McDonald's while you're sober because they put 
the nutrition facts on the board right now. Um, and it's not like, whatever, like eat what makes you happy, but like $20 will buy you like a lot of grease. Like it, it will get you, j I don't know, it's, uh, it's bad. Whereas Funyuns, nothing embarrassing about eating a whole bag of Funyuns, that's how they're made. That, that, that one serving is one bag of Funyuns. They they're in vending machines in high schools, and you know, at least like a bunch of those kids are sober every day. So, Funyuns. Yeah, they hide the nutrition facts at McDonald's. They're like in a wall by the bathroom. When you get a bag of Funyuns, the nutrition facts are on it. It's right in front of you. And it says like eight servings a bag. Those are not, it tells you not to eat it as you're eating it. That is incredibly embarrassing. To look your mistake in the face as you're doing it. All right, like you, you're not drinking. You meet someone at like a cool, sparkling water bar and you bring them back to your car. Things are going well. But oh look, the empty bags of the thing you just ate before you went to the sober bar. Is it a single large bag of Funyuns <laughs> that you could have finished over the course of a week? Or is it a bunch of McDonald's shit that you clearly just like scarfed in your face on your way into the bar? Like Funyuns, you might still get laid. Time. You've made a good case for Funyuns. All right, I got to hand the win here to Laura Clark. Next up, everybody, please welcome Pete Andrews and Chloe Cunha. <laughs> Pete. Pete, would you like to go first or second? <laughs> I'm going to go second and ask for your protection, Sean. <laughs> All right, Chloe, what uh, category would you like? Um, let's see. Uh, movies. Let's do movies. Movies. Okay. Here we go. Uh, you have someone coming over for a second date. Which of these great cinematic achievements do you show them? Blade or Demolition Man? Oh, my God. Oh. oh, wow. This is this is a real Sophie's Choice. I love both of these movies so, so, so much. Um, oh, God. Okay. You know what? Let's let's go with Blade, though. Let's go with Blade, um, because it has been way too long since I've mentioned that, yes, I am naked in a lesbian vampire movie. And guess what makes for good trivia small talk while you're watching a vampire movie? Maybe we could do a double feature. I'm just saying. Lends itself very well. I've seen that movie. <laughs> She's not in it for a really long time, and it's in French. It's a porno. It opens with a masturbating, heavy-set lesbian woman 
getting stabbed to death by ignorant villagers, and she doesn't show up for another 45 minutes. I'm dreaming of Demolition Man, a, a movie that lives up to the hype and, and delivers on what's promised and doesn't make you awkward when you admit you've seen a movie where she's naked when you're standing next to her. Thank you. Okay, interesting that you tried to outfact me about a movie I am in. <laughs> First of all, that opening character is not a lesbian. I don't know where you got that from. Uh, in fact, she's one of the directors. They're married. Uh, uh, <laughs> secondly, how are you trying to out-guilt people in a guilty pleasures debate? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking porny. It's pervy. A lot of people are naked. There's some dicks, too. Fun for the whole family. Time. I wasn't trying to guilt you. I was just saying that much like Blade, there's a lot of downtime that got wasted in this movie. Where a movie that gets right to the point and never lets you down, Demolition Man. Look, I, I love Demolition Man, but the winner here clearly is Chloe Cunha. All right. Uh, final debate of round one. Everybody, please welcome Ted Pettengill and Emily Mame Ford. Ted, would you like to go first or second? I will go second, Sean. Okay, Emily, what category would you like? Food, obviously. <laughs> Food. Okay, uh, this is a yes or no question. It's from Tyler Derniak. He asks, are sweet potato fries worth the extra $2? I'm going to go fuck no. Have you ever had a truffle fry? That shit will change your life. I swear the first truffle fry I had, like I instantly gained 100 pounds. I don't know. Like I just kept going. Like the sweet potatoes are there, but like what's the point? I don't know. I'm having a really hard time, though, because all I can think about is the fact that I... Horace, forget about it, isn't what I thought. Sweet potato fries are absolutely worth the extra $2. Not because they taste that much better than regular french fries, but what's a guiltier pleasure than throwing money away for no reason? <laughs> Do you want to upgrade the sweet potato fries for an extra $2? Not really, but it's coming out of your tip. Uh, <laughs> is honey mustard extra? Yeah, pour some on there. <laughs> no, not on the side. Pour it on yourself with your mouth. <laughs> This is a very guilty pleasure restaurant. I paid a lot of money to come here. You know what's way more expensive, though? Truffle fries. You're completely forgetting a staple crop in our country. And also, like, are you a vegan or some shit? Like, I don't know who invited the vegan here. But I like I really don't approve. Um, even regular fries are really good. We were talking about McDonald's earlier. You get 20, 20 things of fries for $20. Yeah. Truffle fries, though. If you haven't had them, just 
Give them a shot. Truffle fries are also vegan. Uh, <laughs> unless you fried them in the fat from the truffle hog that you slaughtered. <laughs> in which case, I will give it to you. That is a much guiltier pleasure <laughs> to train a hog to forest through the fucking roots of a tree to get truffles so, and then to slit its throat and use its fat back to fry french fries. <laughs> Time. All right, I got to hand the win here to Ted Pettingale. Okay. Um, now that we're in between rounds, uh, I want to take a moment uh, to tell you guys that we have merch here. If you want to buy some merch, yeah. There are t shirts, there are mugs, huh? Um, so there's like this white t-shirt or there's like blue t-shirts. Uh, I got CDs. I put out a CD earlier this year. If you want to buy it, it, uh, I put out a CD last year, 2018. It hit number seven on the billboard chart. So yeah, buy a CD. Um, okay. Now is the point in time where we ask the questions that didn't make it onto the show. This is called no contest. Um, so all the questions here didn't make it for one reason or another. Maybe they weren't. Uh, maybe they were too open-ended. Maybe they're too dirty. Maybe they're too weird. Whatever. But uh, Emily Mame Ford asks, "Would you rather eat six jars of Nutella that made it into the show, obviously, um, in one sitting, or uh, meet little Sebastian when he comes swinging down to Earth from Pony Heaven?" <laughs> I know, right? Parks and Rec fans in the audience. Good. As long as I'm not alone. Okay, Steve Albert asks, best thing on the Weather Channel, rednecks freaking out about snow or trailer parks being destroyed by hurricanes? <laughs> That's a, it is very guilty. Uh, Mike B. Giordano asks, does being Catholic mean every pleasure is guilty? I feel like we already covered that tonight. Um, Meg Connolly asks, What's harder to resist, dipping your finger in the cake frosting or toppling capitalism? <laughs> and then this is a real question. This came from Kevin M. Quigley. He says, Sean, I tried meth, but I didn't care for it. How do you feel about that? Well, Kevin... Let me take a second. I feel like that was a bad decision on your part, Kevin. I hope that you're listening to this podcast right now, and I hope that any future employers are not. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Corey Saunders. Bill, do you want to go first or second? Second. Okay, Corey, what category would you like? Let's do TV. TV, all right. Your question is uh, from Katie Dungar. She asks, better midday TV, soap operas or The Price is Right? Oh, have you watched a soap opera lately? That shit is bananas. 
oh, there was this one, and it always used to be on the TV at my old job at the TV station, and I called it Sexy Sex Dungeon. Because literally for three months, they were doing this one scene where there was this guy chained up shirtless in this laundry room that inexplicably had all this industrial stuff. And the plots are insane. Ooh, the Spanish ones are the best ones. Did you watch the Mexican Ugly Betty? So she was in love with her boss, but was going to marry someone else. And so her friends at work called the pilot of the plane her boss was on. It was like, dude, you still got to marry her. And he was like, turn this plane around. The pilot was like, okay. And he did. <laughs> that shit doesn't happen. So soap operas for the win. Thank you. Thank you. That never would have happened if air traffic controllers were getting paid. Because it's only because they don't give a shit. Why would they fucking care? Turn it around. I don't give a fuck. I didn't want to go to uh, Cincinnati anyways. Or Allentown, for the listeners who know. You know, uh, I'll do the prices right, even though Bob Barker's not there anymore. Uh, Drew Carey's kind of turning into Bob Barker. He's getting really thin and weird looking. But hey, that's what happens to all of us when we die. You know? I really, I was, I listened to Nickelback all the way here just to get ready for this. And I didn't even feel bad about it until I realized I was stopped at a red light and my window was down. And I fucking took off. I ran a red light. The cops are probably outside looking for me right now. Don't let them know I'm here. That went off the rails quickly. Um, <laughs> Drew Carey is a husk of his former self. He needs to gain 200 pounds and start fighting with Mimi Bobek again with her bad eyeliner and fucking every celebrity, which how did she do that? I don't even know. She literally fucked every celebrity on that show. She was like, I was Mimi Mani. I'm like, ow. And plus soap operas, you can kind of like touch yourself to a little bit. Can't do that to the prices, right? The best part of The Price is Right is you get to see that nobody in America understands economics. They all get up there and they go like, oh, what's that fridge from 1970 cost? I don't know, but it, whatever that guy said, I want to go a dollar more. And then that guy's, it's fucking crazy. But seriously, spay and neuter your pets because it's, a, still a, it's still a bad problem, especially in Quincy. I don't know if you've been outside. All right, I hand the win here to Bill McMorrow. Okay. Uh, we're down to the final four. So, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Tyler Derniak. Okay. Uh, Bill, do you want to go first or second? Okay. Tyler, you can pick from TV or The Meg. Gonna go with the Meg. All right. Here we go. Meg Connolly asks, favorite smell you shouldn't enjoy? Gasoline or other people's cigarettes? I'm gonna have to go with other people's cigarettes because, I don't know, they, they remind me of the camaraderie of an open mic. You know, that's it's it's where you, that's the smell of meeting some cool new friends and some really not cool new friends. 
And plus, like, you know, they could put the cigarettes out on you, and that's like a whole nother guilty pleasure. It's like, it's like two guilty pleasures in one. It's a twofer. So economically, my argument is infallible. So I like sniffing gas? Who doesn't? You guys know gas gets you high, right? And people, there's nobody putting cigarettes out on me? And then after you get high, when you're done pottying, you can put the gas back in your car and go home. <laughs> fucking go to bed and fucking wake up and do it again the next day. Hopefully, you know, you didn't, you didn't potty too hard and all of a sudden there's not enough gas to get back home and then you have to walk to the gas station slash potty store because you're high. You see, unlike my opponent, I refuse to sniff gas because I do not approve of supporting the despotic regime in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Every bit of glass gas you huff is supporting the people who murdered a journalist. Some of us want Saudi Arabia to be free, to not have horrific, like, bizarre, brutal... Time. Yeah. You start finding me some locally sourced gas to get fucked up on, and I'm on your side. But if I, if all I can get is, uh, if, I can, if all I can get is black market gas, you know, I have people are gonna die. Like, like we were talking about Drew Carey. He might have died since the last time. I wanna, I just wanna put a plea out to Drew Carey's family. I apologize for what I just said. Let's get fucked up, though. I got like a quarter tank in my car Time. right now. <laughs> All right, I got to hand the wind to Bill McMorrow. All right. So we are at the final debate of the evening. So it will be Laura Clark versus Bill McMorrow. Okay, Bill, do you want to go first or second? <laughs> second? Okay. Laura, so you're going first. Your question is from Kyle Mangan. Uh, this is about television. Okay. So he asks, 90 Day Fiance allows you to marry someone you've never met 90 days later. Would you use that power to potentially fall in love or to take half the other person's stuff? Folks, uh, I am thrilled to be up here uh, at the very end of the show. Uh, I'm divorced. I would take the other person's stuff. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's a solid strategy. <laughs> uh, I'm married, so my wife would not let me uh, have a fiance. <laughs> We've talked about it. And she also doesn't let me bring shit home. What the fuck is that? I'm a grown man. I can bring stuff home if I want to. Nicole. That's her name, by the way, so... <clears throat> if you want to send her a message and tell her that I should be allowed to take stuff home like a fucking adult. What is the question? What am I doing? 90 Day Fiance. Do what is that? It's a show where you uh, meet somebody and then meet them 90 days... You marry them 90 days later. Are they nice? 
You don't know, but you have 90 days to figure it How out. How do I find out? What is? What do they look like? Do I get to see a picture? Guys, don't tell my wife I was asking all these questions because she's not going to get it, you know? She's going to be like, well, why would you ask to see a picture if you weren't even going to get engaged? And I'm like, Nicole, back off. Time. Ladies, marriage is a business decision. It has nothing to do with love. Do not marry someone you have known for three months, period. Uh, and again, like, it's not an opportunity. It's just like, hey, you have 90 days to decide whether you want to join in business with someone you don't know, and it's gonna take a lot fucking longer to dissolve that business. Thank you. In 90 days, you could get somebody six months pregnant. And then you're stuck with them for 18 fucking years. Is that what you want? Is that what you want just for half of their stuff? Have you even seen their stuff? It's probably not even good. It's probably like fucking shitty stuff. They're pro you know what? They're probably hoping to get half of your stuff. And you just fucked yourself because now you have half of your shitty stuff and you have half of their shitty stuff. And all of your stuff is now shitty. Time. All right, I hand the wind to Bill McMorrow. Thank you, sir. T-shirt. Oh, we didn't vote on the last one. I just handed it to a winner. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bill, Bill, I'm rescinding your win. I'm rescinding your win. I was just on a roll calling winners. And you know what? That's not how this works. This is a democracy. This, this crowd is going to decide who wins. And if you want to vote, you can go to... Is it on the uh, Facebook group? Go into the Facebook group. Pick a side stupid on Facebook. There's a group. You go in there. At the top of the page, there's a link that you can click on that you can vote. Yeah, and then let's do the 2016 How many people, uh, by round of applause, how many people have voted already? Okay. The winner is Laura Clark. 31 to 17, Bill. Look, I can't help how the people vote. Joel gets two votes because he's a smaller state, and it's just how it works. You know, he, he grows all of the grain for us, so he gets a couple of votes. Okay, well, hey, guys. Laura Clark is our champion tonight. Give it up for Laura. That was Pick a Side, Stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, that's our show for this week. Thank you all for listening. Congrats to Laura Clark on winning this week. Big thanks to Matt Fidel for the artwork, our Guilty Pleasures artwork. You can check that out on Instagram. Check Matt Fidel out on Instagram at Fidel was already taken. And we'd love it if you'd come down and join us some Friday night at Maggie's Lounge, 7 p.m. in Quincy. We're there every Friday night. It's a free show. Or come to the Comedy Studio, February 10th, 
and we're talking about love. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so come laugh it up. Have a good time. That show will sell out, so make sure to get your tickets at the Comedy Studio website or on Eventbrite. Search for Pick a Side Stupid at the Comedy Studio. February 10th, 8 p.m., $10 per ticket. And if you want to find me a different night of the week, you can find me Monday nights at Sally O'Brien's, Wednesday nights at the Poor House in Boston, or you can check out my CD, 100 Problems. Thanks for listening.